Hi guys, this is Stephanie and Maria, and you're up for another episode of the podcast Klartext. This morning, we were sitting around with the three ladies of us. Yes, you heard right there. It's a third lady today. And we realized this morning that we have very, very different energy levels. So who's the special guest today? We're talking with Tojo. She's based in the UK, and we're so happy to have you here. Hey, Tojo. Hey. There was actually a massive party yesterday. So yeah, we did realize there's massive different energy levels that we have this morning. And we realized Maria, she is over the moon with her energy while Tojo and myself were a little bit, I don't know, on the lower end perhaps. And we were wondering what is the difference and what really does Maria maybe do differently than Tojo and I do. So girls, where are we at? Well, let's start with Maria since she's the one that has the highest. All right, okay. Hello everyone. Uh, so yeah, for we actually re- wanted to record a different episode today, but now since uh, we started talking about energy and it came up, and uh, we're all reading um, through a few um, self improvement books, we decided that it's it's probably interesting to share our findings and and our experiences with everyone else. Um, well. To be fair, it's like I don't know if I have high energy, but that's what everybody tells me. So. I assume it's true because I've been <laughs> told that since I was a kid so maybe I'm just hyperactive and I was also thinking about it and it may be genetics um because we're all born um with different genes and different levels of energy and some people and maybe being high energetic is not really good right we don't know that it might impact your life in, in different ways but the one thing I was thinking is nutrition potentially because I stopped eating mm-hmm. meat when I was a kid and I just didn't like it it was my body rejected it and I yeah I, I don't miss it so but then you also meet a lot of people who eat meat and who are still okay and then they perform and have high energy I don't know I don't know like it's my again we, 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 we're trying to establish oh it might be because I'm doing sport every single day right uh, potentially as well or having a routine as well that's helps you to level your energy and have consistent level of energy every day. I don't know. What do you think else? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's different factors. I don't think it's all down to one thing. Um, and I think it could just be with um, your state of mind at a certain time, your work style at a certain time, if you're working or just the environment you're in. And I don't know, Maria, if you've always been highly energetic or do you ever have some down times when your energy drops for a bit? And if you do, do you recognize it or not? Because you might not be on high energy all through. You may not be 100% high energy rate. Mm. Like the times you might get tired and you may not be able to go on a hike for that period of time, mm. right? Or go frisbee and all the activities that you do because your energy has dropped, which is normal. Um, but I don't think... I personally don't think you can be high energy all through. You probably have times yeah. when energy drops for a bit. Yeah. And then um, you re-energize yourself to get back up. It's a yeah. good question. So do you take time out during yeah. the day when you feel like, okay, I feel like my energy is a bit yeah. lower now I take a nap or something? I'm still a normal human being, right? After all, yesterday, good example. I did Just take time. a power nap. I was like completely tired. So no, it, you recognize this and, and you need to react. You yeah. can't push through. So the, again, it goes back to the factors. There are different factors. But it's all about feeding your energy, right? And being aware that you need to be at a good energy level to achieve anything you want to achieve. And it's not just career-wise, but even like mentally, emotionally, friends, your, your vibes. I and mean, we talked about vibes. So I think it goes down to vibration and vibes and 
I was telling Stephanie just now that vibes is the heart, is the short form of vibration. I didn't realize that, but you know, I think energy and vibes are all intertwined. And when you have that good energy level, I don't want to say high energy because we don't even know what high energy means, right? We're just saying high energy, but it's like, yeah, if someone is hyperactive and energetic physically, doesn't mean they have high energy overall. Right? Mm. Relating it to the physical, but there are other things mm. that energy relates to. Uh, but overall, what you want to make sure is that you feel happy with yourself, right? And you have good vibes. And there's some people that are energy vampires, not you, because no. there are some people that when you spend time with them, mm-hmm. just for an hour, by the time you're done, you feel drained. Yep. You feel tired, physically tired, and you need to recharge. Those are energy vampires, and you wouldn't realize it but you'll find out that it's because of the sort of conversation you're having with them or the sort of sort of environment you're having with them you don't get good vibes they wear you down it's not it's not an uplifting conversation it's not positive it's probably like lots of arguments mm-hmm. or confrontational it turns into like a, a quarrel or a fight or maybe they're talking about somebody there's always something right and it's good to be very protective of that um i've gone through a lot of spiritual growth recently and for me i just get really protective with my environment and the people around me and if I feel you're sucking my energy down and I'm not getting any positive vibes from you I need to cut it off instantly because I need to protect myself and my energy for me to be focused on what I want to do for me to be happy with myself right and the moment you're happy with yourself it affects everything around you your health your mental health your well-being your career everything is connected um so yeah energy is great but let's not just attribute it to our physical energy right we we have energy across all different levels and it's just making sure that we want to have good vibes yeah, yeah i can't uh, agree more with that and actually one of the books i'm um, reading now uh, it's called um uh, thinking big and um it's interesting the one of their um uh, kind of comments there that most of the beds in the hospitals are taken with people with self-induced illness Mm -hmm. that came from emotions and mental and then sort of surfaced physically that's kind of it's it's an interesting um it's actually he's he's it's quoting another book which is uh by dr schultz i think it's called uh, leaving 365 days i need to look it up i think it's something like that it's a very famous book how to improve your well-being yeah now maybe we can leave it as a comment under the podcast later on yeah um and what's also interesting is when i coach people one of the big questions you can ask yourselves and told you you were hinting at it already what brings me energy does that serve me right now does it do i feel energized afterwards yes or no does it make me feel happy if you want to talk about happiness or not and uh, the step number one with change with everything in life is always being aware of what's going on mm-hmm. um, and Tojo um, before we started this podcast was also giving a great example um, between the logical thinking versus what our body tells us as well um, and uh, Maria was hinting at nutrition that energizes us so for all of us we have an understanding now more or less what type of food energizes us and what, what type of food actually drains our energy and for me i know it's weird but uh, when i when my tongue uh, feels for example a tingle i know already that i have probably an allergy or my body at least is rejecting it right mm-hmm. now so i have a high awareness i think told you for you you realized differently when it comes to food you just didn't want to eat anymore right it's just how i felt mm-hmm. right um and like i said i've gone through a lot of personal growth spiritual growth that i've learned to listen to how i feel 
um, and pay attention to because it's opened so many doors for me. It's revealed a lot of things that I didn't even know existed, right, personally, and that has to do with life in general. I've learned so much, and it's all because I moved with how I felt. And I've, my feelings have been really strong. And, you know, some people will say, oh, you don't listen to your feelings, feelings, listen to your head, your head is logical, your feelings are not. It's not true. The gut and the instincts is not tangible, but those are your feelings that are pushing you towards something. Of course, you can make some wrong decisions by that gut instincts, understanding what it is, because you can have feelings that are negative, right? And they can push you to do something crazy, but you need to be able to discern and decipher between the good feelings and the bad feelings and which ones are actually pushing you towards doing something that you need to do for yourself. So like eating meat for me, I never thought I would ever be able to stop eating meat. Like previously, I always used to wonder, I said, you know, God created every, everything and God said well, everyone should eat everything. So why can't I eat meat? Now, I know that vegetarians and vegans, part of why they're vegetarians and vegans is because of the way the animals are treated. And with time, because of my personal growth, I'm more sympathetic towards that, right? Because in, indeed, they're not treated well. But that's not the reason I stopped. My body just didn't want me in. And I kept on trying to force it. And I'm like, why am I forcing this? If it doesn't want it, it doesn't want it. And, you know, every time I felt meat, me, I just felt heavy. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel myself. And I'm like, girl, it's time to drop it. Give it a go. And I stopped to fish and I'm the happiest ever. I love it. And I think you said it also, also this feeling around, I feel heavy uh, when, when we talked about cake, right? So you have mm-hmm. this feeling of heaviness mm-hmm. when you eat cake or sugar or whatnot. It, it's not right for you, Maria, right? Yeah, no, that's true. So it's vegetables that um, give you energy. Exactly. And by the way, the book is called How to Live 365 Days a Year oh, yeah. by uh, John Schindler. Yes. It's a famous book. I, know, I haven't read it. It was quoted in another uh, book I'm reading. Mm-hmm. But they, they basically said emotions are very important. Right. So, yeah, it's all about it's coming I, from inside. Yeah. And I think I think science and research is showing more of these things because previously, right, they're not tangible stuff. So no one really paid attention to it. They just put it down. It's only like things that you can see and touch and feel mm. that research kind of like emphasized. But I think I, I personally feel there's like a some of some form of movement and maybe our generation are learning to like just pay some more attention to these things. And the more we, we read these books or the more more research and science comes about, you see that even with energy, there are actually atoms physically out there that we can't see that bring this energy together and still connects with us as individuals and connects with the universe and the trees and everything else. But previously, you know, religion and other things have just like downplayed these things and said it's not true because we can't see them. Exactly. But they do exist. But you know, like placebo effect, right? Why does it work? because it connects with your emotions, mm-hmm. right? And it works even like for the very unexplained cases of cancer is going into remission. Yeah. And it, again, it, it, it doesn't come from physical. It didn't, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. We, right. we didn't research our well, emotions and brain enough. We don't know how it works. And that's why people suffer from burnout a lot. That's why people suffer from yeah. mental breakdowns because no one is paying attention to that part, right? And then we come into life, we get older, you know, we, we want to work, we want to pay our bills, we want to live a happy life. And we think that living a happy life has to do with the amount of money you have or just being able to pay your bills. But it goes way beyond that. Or having a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you know, or having a partner. Or they, we always associate it to different mm-hmm. things. But it comes from us only. It has to come from within. These things are just additional supplements if you're not happy with yourself, and part of the happiness, again, is your health, right? Like, 
you eating cake doesn't make you feel good. Mm. So you're listening to that and your body's telling you this is not right. And it's going to lower your energy, force yourself to eat cake because you're just going to end up feeling all drowsy, all, you know, lethargic. And you're not energetic physically, right? So it's the same thing with, with, with that. It's like mm. you're getting your energy and your happiness from within and you're listening to your physical parts. And if you don't, you're not going to be happy eventually. And then sometimes you take it out on other people because when you're not happy, you're going to end up, end up taking out on the people around you. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. also and what you just made me think about is setting up boundaries. That could be an entire podcast by itself. But mm -hmm. so, for example, this morning, when we had this beautiful cake here in front, I could have eaten it, obviously, mm -hmm. also just maybe to please Bojo because it's her cake as well. And it's a great experience. But then I listened, I learned at least in the last 10 years to more listen to myself. But that also means that I have to communicate my needs to others mm -hmm. in order to set up boundaries, right? So what is it really that, am I really hungry right now? Actually, I'm not really hungry. Maybe I'm just happy with a cup of tea. So um, do I really want to eat cake? No, actually, I don't want to eat cake. So what do I want to eat instead? I'm always a big fan of asking yourselves more questions yes. and engaging the communication, uh, engaging in communication with yourself. It's kind of like dating yourself. It's the priority number one, <laughs> isn't it? It's rediscovering yourself.
But I'm going to make sure I sleep. And the times I just give the phone and the iPad to the kids and I say, mommy needs to sleep for 30 minutes and they leave me alone for 30 minutes because they need to understand. And they understand it. And they, they'll actually bring a teddy bear to me and give me a kiss. Aww. And that's so sweet. And I'm like, I'm hoping, I'm praying that they don't kill themselves. But it does work. And I, I really listen to my body and my God. And I'm, I've learned a lot this year about how important it is to listen to your body and your gut and mm-hmm. how you feel. And there are just so many rewards that come with it. Um, and I have so many extracurricular activities mm-hmm. that I do. And, you know, the times that deadlines are meeting up. And if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it. I don't do it. And that, like I can give an example. There's a project coming up, you know, Women in AI, and we have something launching soon. And I needed to work on the plan. And it took me three weeks. And I still didn't do it. And I didn't know why, but then eventually I found that the partner that I was working with was meant to do it. And the partner eventually did everything. And I was like, thank goodness I didn't waste my precious time doing it because at the end, everything that I would have done wouldn't have been needed. Mm-hmm. And I would have wasted that time. And my time is so precious. I'm very mm-hmm. protective of my time because like I said, I have so many yeah. things to do. I'm a single parent and I need to prioritize my rest. Isn't well. it? It's a prior- setting the right priorities, yeah. no? Yeah. Exactly. And I wanted just to add something. Me and Tocha, it's something in common with what we described. It's a routine. It's having your routine and, yeah. and sticking to it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and, and uh, also having your boundaries, right? Yeah. Like, it's a lot. Setting. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. But again, I think Stephanie mentioned as well is that dating yourself thing. Mm. It's very important to be aware of yourself, self-aware. It's like oh, yeah. you know when not I scream, yeah when I yell at the kids I know I'm not I'm not yelling at them because of what they did really it's because I'm tired and I'm frustrated mm-hmm. and I want them so I'm, I'm I've really improved them that because I'm aware of it and I don't want to do it but every parent that is stressed most parents that are stressed yell at the kids and there are different reasons why I mean I used to wonder you know is it because my parents yelled at me my parents didn't really yell at me but I lived in an environment where you know, they scream at the kids, throw slippers, the kids get a whack in. I got a few whackings. I got a lot Same. of whackings, actually. Uh, <laughs> when I tell the kids they're lucky, I didn't whack you the way my daddy <laughs> They're still getting whacking sometimes, but I'm really confused with it now. And it's like, you know, there's a lot that you need to think about in terms of positive disciplining. Like, how do you discipline your kids in a positive way that doesn't re- reduce who they are as humans still? enables them to come up with their own creativity and develop their own behaviors yeah. in a positive way right and it's very hard and you know i've had conversations with people recently about why should we even have kids and i'm like honestly what <laughs> about the same question um but there's, there's a good reason why apart from just helping to populate the world i found that that having kids teaches you a lot about yourself if yeah. you want to be self-aware and if you want to improve it teaches you more about being selfless it teaches you exactly what i'm talking about reflecting about how i react to the kids and why am i doing it mm-hmm. right so it teaches me how to be patient how to improve myself how to learn how to control my emotions and so many more you're bringing up a human being a lot of people don't do that a lot of people just give back because they want to give back and have children they leave the kids on their own devices and then end up having grown-up adults who are totally useless menace to the society and it all starts from from you know being a young child but again it starts from you as a person right how aware are you of yourself how much do you want to improve being kind to people being nice to people i believe that's our main ethos like we're living in a world of other humans yeah think about the other people don't just think about yourself but at the same time some people think about the other people at the detriment of themselves yeah and that's wrong 
And I always say, you cannot love somebody else if you don't love yourself. It's really mm-hmm. important to love yourself. And then some people say, oh, but if you love yourself, you've been selfish. No. no. If you love yourself, then you're able to love somebody else. You know what it means and you're able to give. You can't give from an empty cup. If you have nothing to give, you can't give to anybody. You exactly. Totally Such a nice same Yeah, the same within the plane, right? You have to first protect yourself. You have to put on a mask for yourself first and then you can help your children even. And um, the other part is, as you said, when you're compassionate to yourself, it's so much easier to be compassionate for others as yeah. well. So if you realize you're shouting at someone, if you realize you're not patient with somebody else, there's a high chance that you are also not patient with yourself. Or for those who are always pushing, 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 you may realize that you're also trying to push the people around you quite hard. Um, and if you do want to change this and you have received the feedback, hey, don't push me so hard, I cannot do no longer more. You can also ask yourself, do I push myself too hard too? Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. And then again, listen to yourself. How do you want to live life? What's important to you? And by all means, if you want to shoot for the stars all the time and push, 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 don't be surprised if at some point you have a burnout <laughs> because you stop listening to yourself. That's it. Um, just wondering about the time. Um, oh, yeah, Stephanie. No, we haven't heard from you. What, what are your top tips? Yeah, your energy. Like, how, how do how you manage energy? your energy? See, I wanted to get off the hook here. But I, I know. I know. I was like, so, <laughs> so how do I manage my energy? Um, pretty much everything that was said here already. Um, it is, for example, a concrete example, last week or the other week, I just felt very, very drained. And I was like, hold on for a second. Why am I so tired? Because I have my yoga routines. I do go for a run. I do my HIIT trainings. Um, I know when I go to sleep. Do I do this all the time? Oh, no, 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 no. So when I realized that my energy levels are off the charts again, um, then I literally have to be open-minded to look at my life with an honest point of view. And I realized, hey, I'm not going to sleep anymore when I should be going to sleep because I might have binge watching, I don't know, a TV show on a, you know, on a platform we all know. Or I stopped... Um, or I maybe ate too, too, too many nutritions that were actually not good for me. But it's only in this moment of awareness that I start re-looking and revisiting at how I live my life. And then I course correct again. And that's how life is. I'm constantly experimenting. And I constantly stop and think, not constantly rushing, but when I realize something's off the charts, I stop. Mm. I might even go cancel a meeting and I go for a walk, mm. or maybe I cancel two meetings because I want to be the best version I can be. And one of the big questions I like to ask myself in the mornings and the evenings, was I able to be the best version of myself today? Yes or no? If yes, great. What supported this? If no, okay, interesting. What could I do differently mm-hmm. tomorrow? What is it that I need right now to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. again? Sorry. And that's then also how I plan the next couple of days, for example. And then sometimes I think, oh, life is great and everything is cool. So I run, 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 yeah. run. And there is, hold mm. on for a second. Then I, mm, my energy levels are going off the charts again. Yeah. That's, that's kind of thing, you know. That's a part I want to hone on is, have you thought about not waiting for your energy to go off the charts? Because sometimes it might yeah. be that you have spent a lot of time and then you're almost about to drop and that's when you realize. And you want to be able to have that self-coping mechanism when it gets to the stage that you don't have to wait till you're about exactly. to drop, right? It's almost like a constant checking. It's like having a machine that is constantly being oiled um, rather than waiting for exactly. all the grease on the machine to, to run out. It's like having a car, right? That's that has the engine burst, burst, right? Yeah. So it's like coming up with that and it's only you that will know how to, to do that. So I know I was having a conversation with Maria and our other friend Saba yesterday and she, she you know, it was about how how 
are you self-aware? How are you aware of these things? And I said, unconsciously, I've never planned it, but naturally I tend to reflect a lot. It's on a mm. constant basis. Mm. And after this conversation, trust me, my mind is going to regurgitate on this conversation and I'm going to pick the parts that I like and the parts that I think I can improve on or, the part, or something else we could have talked about. Mm. And it's, it's on the opposite side though, which is not very great. If someone annoys me, I didn't have a nice experience, my brain doesn't let it go for like a day or two. It just mm. keeps on going. Yeah. And, you know, then it takes me a while to get rid of yeah. it. Um, but that's how I get rid of things. It's like I, I hold on. But with that, I'm able to like not wait till I'm about to drop mm-hmm. to mm. self-correct. I self-correct on a constant basis. And that way, maybe that's how that's I'm able good. to manage all these yeah. things I'm managing. Yeah. Right. And again, because I'm listening to my body and listening to my gut, when I don't feel like doing it, I don't push exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And so in my case, I do this on a constant basis as well. But sometimes, let's face it, life just sometimes plays out differently. So you may have had this day where you get a lot of requests all of a sudden, the magic Mondays. Yeah. So everything pops up at the same time. So the one thing that we can do as soon as that happens is realizing quicker, okay, this is more information and more ideas than I can handle right now. Right. So, but for me, for example, I am highly ambitious. So obviously the first initial reaction, yeah, that's still within inside of me. I've always been this way. So it takes time to adjust this. But the first ambition is, of course I can help this person. Of course I can help that person. I can do that too. And yes, I can also help my neighbor. But nowadays I'm much faster in telling myself, hold on for a second, people, these are stop. Yes. You still take care of yourself, yes or no. But yeah. this is about setting the boundaries, right? Absolutely. And that's very to... important because yeah. that actually helps. You know where you stand, you're yeah. self-aware, yeah. you know where the boundaries yeah. are, and then you can manage all your life around this framework. Exactly. But, but, but it's a journey. It's just a journey. You know, it it's just giving examples of the journey. It's, it's part of personal growth. It's part of self-improvement. I always say, you know, as long as you're alive, you never know everything. You've never arrived and never gained all the experience. Mm. There's so much in this world there that we are not aware of so much but it's important for us to think about how we improve ourselves how yeah. we become a better person every day right and what different things can we do and learning so reading books is part of self-improvement because we're willing to learn right having a set of conversations mm-hmm, is part is. of self-improvement listening to podcasts so there's a lot of things but never ever think that you've got you're old enough and you know everything you need to know that's the biggest fastest line you know, good to think so and i think this is an amazing ending to our podcast maria you're nodding absolutely super guys thank you so much stay happy and healthy bye-bye